welcome back. You are listening to the Tenfold Podcast with Tori and Alex. Mm-hmm. And we are Canadian sisters who've lived all around the world and now we're settled in the lovely Gold Coast in Australia, building our dream lives. Yes, and Tori just got some amazing news today. Yeah, I got an email this afternoon, Friday afternoon, from the Australian government saying that I have my citizenship interview and (laughs) test in like three weeks, which is amazing because I thought it was going to be super delayed because of the coronavirus. They were saying the time frames were like years. I didn't think yeah, I would hear anything. Yeah, I literally anything. wrote that off and no. was like, that won't be for I was just two like, years. I hadn't even been checking the website because I was like, oh, it's going to be ages. So that was just the best start to the weekend and made me so happy. And I'm excited to study for the 20 question multiple choice test. It's like 200 or 300 questions that could be asked. Yeah. It's There's like it's like a driving easy, test, probably. but it's really nice. It was like a really, I felt like it was a really nice exercise when like I did to like spend passage. the day like yeah. reading every question and just, and also because it, it's like a little history of Australia and, and goes over what the values of being an mm. Australian are. And one of the biggest things is mateship. Like being a good mate. Like that is in their values <laughs> of this country. How much more Aussie can you get? Uh, and there's a lot of questions about it too. So <laughs> it's, it's really, it made me just be so proud and so happy to be getting that citizenship i'm just so excited and i was telling you earlier like last night i went through a nostalgic journey of reading some of my old journals from the last couple years and just seeing the roller coaster i've been on like trying to get my residency and going through work and just all the things in the last few years i was just really proud of myself i was like i've come so far and then to kind of have that little review of the last few years and then get the citizenship email today i was like oh i just feel like everything is full circle in the best way. And I'm just like, yes, I'm ready. I think for, because for some people getting your permanent residency and citizenship is just like whatever. Oh yeah, I'll just yeah. do that. I'll hand it in. But for us, I think because we were so unhappy where we were before and in our lives in Canada, yeah. it feels like we've, it's the culmination of really working so hard to change our life yeah. and make sure that we have a life that we love fully and uh, that we're really proud of well i think for both of us too as soon as we got here we were just like this is amazing we need to stay here and yeah. we were really <laughs> on that path like we were very strict about it yeah definitely um, so yeah it just feels like a real accomplishment yay, yay. well i'm so proud of you and Thank i like you. for both two of us like the two <laughs> ishigaki sisters yeah. to be aussie citizens is just yeah it's just great I'm happy. I'm very happy. Um, I had good news this week too. So my permanent contract or permanent position at work. Yeah. Yeah. I'm no longer just a six month like rolling contract at work. And so I've been made permanent, um, which is just great, especially with like mat leave and stuff coming up. It means I have a job to come back to. And my work is so good about that. And like such a good place to work as a parent. Um, And they seem so flexible. They're so flexible. and They're so nice. And like. Yeah, they're just great. So um, that's really good. But one of the things that came up after, and I was saying this to Tori, because I was Mm. talking to my friend, and she uh, has just had, like, her dream come true, basically, and she's manifested these amazing things. And then she was having a worry about something else that was happening, like, within that new situation. And I also, after I knew I was going to get a permanent position at work, like, that was the one thing that I was worried about after I got pregnant because we got the house, we got all these things, but I thought, oh, I'm going to have to think about when to go, like when to look for a job again and having to start a new job and all that kind of stuff because I didn't know what I would be doing like after um, taking some time off. And then I got asked to be permanent, which I didn't even expect and told that I would be supported like throughout my whole pregnancy and stuff, which is wonderful. Uh, So now I really actually don't have anything (laughs) real to worry about which is such an amazing spot to be in your life because you know that's that doesn't usually last right life is always in flux and other things happen but right in this moment like everything is actually really good everything's coming up Alex yeah (laughs) like my biggest worry is like how will we do these renos like but it's fun like those are fun things to worry about but I found that I still found something to to feel that like worry or anxiety about I still and I realized that I think when you're so used to always at least having that one thing to kind of like ruminate on and yeah. focus on, if you don't, like your mind will always just fill that gap. I think it is a pretty common human experience almost that is like 
you well, that, you always need something to be on guard for, like just yeah. And I actually think remember with our parents where mm. we were, where they'll put a lot of pressure on us, like bef- when I was in my early twenties, like to find. I think I was like nineteen or yeah. twenty. They're like, you need a boyfriend. Like, you need a boyfriend. It'll make you happy. And then um, I felt so much pressure, and I got a boyfriend. <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I've got my boyfriend. Like, yeah. and then I forget the the next thing. I already had something else lined up. That they're like, but yeah. now you need this. Like, you need this that you have to do. And yeah. And I realized, like, as many times as I tried to, like, impress them and and reach that goal that they had yeah. set of like, well, this is what you actually have to do now. Um, they kept raising the bar and raising yeah. the bar. There would always be something else that would come in after. Yeah. So at some point then I gave up. <laughs> no, it's fine. But it is yeah. hard though. Cause I was saying to you earlier too, even with me and like my new house, I'm moving into my new place next Wednesday and I'm super excited about it. And it's great. Like the guy that I'm moving in with seems super chill. I'm going to have a Kelpie puppy. There's a pool. There's like a gym in the garage. Like yeah. it's like the perfect setup and I'm really happy about it. But I'm still like, have these weird darts in the back of my mind that are like oh no it's not close enough to the beach or oh no is it too severe like I, I don't actually think those things but they're just like hiding in the back of my mind waiting until I like relax a bit to be like but maybe your brain just has to like tease yeah. you with them yeah so I'm just trying to be more aware when I actually catch myself doing that and be like stop it <laughs> yeah because I don't want to not be able to just enjoy good things and like always have to put a damper on it or like stop myself from fully being in that so i always talk about neural pathways right and we have just the same neural pathways that we kind of go down over and over and over again so they get really really strong Mm. and to build a new neural pathway which is a new pattern takes a lot of effort like conscious effort and so one example of it would be if you decided you want to start working out your glutes right and like yeah. get like a really like bubble butt kind of thing and you've bubble never worked butt. out your glutes bubble before bubble, 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 <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh if you start trying to work out your glutes what happens often is your quads take over right so your yeah. legs will end up taking over and you won't be activating your glutes so you have to stop before you even start doing like a deadlift or a squat yeah. or whatever it is and usually kind of like I always like slap my bum or like well, that's <laughs> why they say to like, like squeeze your butt at the top a lot of the time, right? No, that is yeah. it's like to engage it and yeah. like to I think it also to helps remember. stabilize yeah. it too. But um but yeah, it's like often it's like you kind of like hit your butt before you start. Mm. So it you can feel what those muscles are right yeah. there and you can you know what that actually feels like before you start the exercise so that you're not just engaging other mm. muscles that you don't need to engage. And so If that makes sense, (laughs) it's the (laughs) same thing with your brain and how your brain works, right? So you just have the same old neural pathways you're used to going down and you think that's just you and the same with anxiety and stuff like Mm. it's a neural, those are different neural pathways that you've built up over time and they're very strong, right? Like the same as a strong muscle would be. So if you want to try something new, like not have always one worry, no matter what you do, that like that affects, you know, that kind of like puts a little cloud or like a a worry that you hang on to to anchor you in in yeah in do you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I think it's hard because like sometimes I'll be hard on myself when I find myself going back to that but it's like you have to know that you're gonna have those but it's almost being able to just be like oh I'm just being silly and like brush them off yeah instead of like taking it deeply inside and the more that you start doing that where you can pause recognize take a step back see that that's not the path you actually have to go down the more you start to strengthen a different path And then eventually, it hasn't actually happened to me yet, but (laughs) hopefully one day you don't even have to have that pause, stop and think about it. Um, And maybe you won't even have that thought anymore. Mm -hmm. You will just have the good, not the annoying. Yeah, it takes time. But we'll see. (laughs) I mean, it's still good to just be able to stop and recognize Mm -hmm. that it's like it makes you feel a lot more in control or in power of yourself. Yeah. And like your thoughts aren't you. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, So. This week, what are we talking about? Well, we both watched a delightful show that I had been putting off for a while, but I'd heard really good reviews from people. Mm. And then, yeah, and then I love like when you finally watch a show that someone's recommended to you and it's like all your like brain receptors light up and you're like, yes. Well, (laughs) because usually I don't actually expect them to be 
as good like I try yeah. to not have high expectations but this one I was just like ah <laughs> <laughs> and it's not perfect um also second season I thought was really dark Wait, I don't even think we said what it is yet <laughs> no I know but but yeah. it um but it was really like it was just a delight so the show is called if you haven't heard of it pen 15 which <laughs> is like has spells out penis obviously yeah. Wait, but is that something you put in the calculator or that's just something? No, I think it was one of those things where people would be like, do you want to join the Pen 15 Club? And then oh. you would like. Did that like, happen okay. at your school? I think it did. I feel like I remember it Oh, somehow. I never had and that. And then you'd like sign up and then you'd be like, you're in the penis club. <laughs> <laughs> I so think good. so, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I thought, I don't know why I thought it was something to do with the calculator, but I, I just remember, you can't, remember you boobs. You could put it in, or yeah. Is it boobs? Eight yeah. zero zero eight. Five. Uh, yeah. well, I guess you thing. can put an I didn't e even in get the reference. Yeah. No, you can't put P in a calculator. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't even know what that was. But <laughs> it's called Pen15. It's an American show written by these two women in their 30s who yeah. are comedians. Or yeah, they're, they're comedians. Actresses. I think they both went to like art. They met in like uni and art school. Or yeah. School. And so they wrote a show about what it was like for them when they were in grade about seven. Yeah. So they were like 13 years old. Like 12, 13. Yeah. Um, and in the year 2000. Yeah. It's and the then same as me. Oh. <laughs> well, the, so they wrote this show and they star in the show even though they're in their 30s, but everyone else who's in the sc- in school with them and stuff is actually, actually 12 or 13. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just... And the thing is they... They, they pull it they off. They pull it off pretty well. Yeah, but I don't know if it's just because, like, they're our age that I don't notice, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like, maybe 12-year-olds are watching the show. They're like, oh, who are they? Like? <laughs> no, they um, do a really good job. And it's just, it was a delight. Like, it also is cringy, I guess. And, and also, like, weird, the autobiographical of our lives. Because the main girl. There are episodes by episode that yeah. was directly taken from my life. But also, so the main girl is Maya Ishii Peters. So she's half Japanese, just like us. And our last name's Ishigaki. And people always call me Ishii. Ishii. That's been like my nickname in Australia. And then the other girl plays the French horn, which I also played the (laughs) French horn (laughs) in middle school. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, I feel like I was like, did they steal my life and make it into a show? (laughs) But yeah, there was so much of it where I was like, yep, yep. It's just such an accurate portrayal of the awkwardness and like the cringiness. It really captures the emotion too. I really felt all the feels like it took me right back to that time. It did. And I also, even though it is cringy in some ways, I didn't find it as cringy as like some things I watched where I actually feel like I have to like look away from the screen and like can't (laughs) handle it. I was just like, I think because... I felt like I've already lived through a lot of that yeah. in middle school. It was very nostalgic and like with a warm heart. Yeah. Um, so we decided that in honor of Pen15, which is also, it's available in Canada and Australia now too. So it's not one of those US shows mm. that like you just can't get anywhere. So I think in Australia it's a, on Stan now if I you subscribe so. and you can get a free subscription for like a month. Yeah. I always like do that with a new <laughs> email. Uh, and then in Canada it's on cbc something i don't know because i was telling my friend about it and then she was like oh it's on this like cbc app but i don't actually remember what the name of it is um (laughs) anyway so we decided in honor of the show to go through our like middle tween teen it was maybe i guess it's tween right it is tween yeah early teen yeah it's kind of like grade six to grade eight time before you go off to high school right so it's like your last hurrah of like where you're kind of the oldest kids at school and it's when you start having school dances yeah Yeah. and it's in boyfriends and crushes and all that kind of stuff um so we're just going to go through a few different topics of what it's like and what what it was like to grow up for me it was the late 90s so that was like 96 to 98 99 for me um yeah and <laughs> just talk about everything Our that we went to stories. Yeah. Yeah. so uh the first topic is body, body. and so the each episode of pen 15 will have a different theme so there is a, yeah. a theme where like maya gets her period that's one episode or like maya learns how to masturbate yeah. is another episode or there's like a thong episode where the girls like steal, steal. this other girl's thong and then yeah. the thong makes them go crazy. Um, and then an episode where they start learning how to shave, right? Yeah. And 
they really it do just, hit all the points yeah in like puberty and it brought up i felt like oh i could have easily written an episode yes. of my own life for each of like these yeah. things right um but yeah it made me think about when i got my period mm. first so i got my period really early when i was yeah, 10 grade five, I think, yeah right? i was grade okay. five so i was 10 years old and i remember it was the summer and i think i wasn't feeling that well that day or something and was i went I to there I yes I remember, and i went yeah. to the bathroom and saw blood in my yeah. underwear and i remember being so like scared and upset like yeah. i knew that i had my period but i just i didn't want it yeah. right it just felt so early and so i don't think that's actually a young age to get it now i think it's kids are gotten younger, younger and younger yeah. um but at the time it was young <laughs> and then i remember well did any of your friends have it yet or not no. that i knew yeah, yeah. not my close like close i had like two yeah. close friends and neither of them had it um and yeah and then it was summer i remember and so we, we were home and baka was home but like our parents weren't home or yeah. anything and i went and told you and i was like oh my god tori i got my period i think i told you we were in the basement and you were like ew <laughs> <laughs> you just ran away and i remember well, i would have been like six years old <laughs> lying on the sofa like sad i feel like i remember you on the sofa in the basement yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like with a bunch of like wadded up toilet paper <laughs> like just feeling really sad for myself and not knowing what my life was going to be right uh, and like going into grade six and being like oh no because it just felt like this it felt like a big responsibility yeah. but anyways I remember feeling like distraught and then I called our mom on our like you know our phone with the uh, like our corded phone yeah. right so the, the phone had like a really long uh curly cord or whatever <laughs> which is like I still remember the text like yeah, what it was like to hold that. that and play with it as you yeah. were talking to someone um and so I called her at work and she had like you had to call her work and then type in the extension number. Oh, I so I typed in the extension number <laughs> and then I just started like bawling my eyes out and I was like, I got my period of oh. like, this whole long like thing. And I was like angry and upset and sad and everything. And I went on for like five minutes and then I waited because she hadn't said anything. <laughs> and this woman who I did not know was like oh uh i'm sorry honey but i'm not your mother <laughs> and i remember being like oh. <laughs> i feel like literally you could have written yeah. like i could see maya from yeah. Pemberton having the exact same experience uh and then yeah i don't even remember what actually happened when i told my mom yeah. but <laughs> but yeah um and then so this thing that i had it felt like i had this shameful secret yeah. kind of and i don't remember if i actually told my best friend but my best friend at the time, and she's my best friend all through middle school. This is something to talk about a bit later. But we were best friends, but also like enemy <laughs> best friends. You know, where you're like, you just say because you have to have a best friend. So yeah. we were best friends, but I also didn't trust her. I think there's a lot of relationships in middle school, though. Yeah. And uh. so um, I don't think I told her, but she didn't. She got hers like pretty soon after me. Mm. We were like the tall kids in class yeah. at the time. And now I'm the shortest. So. <laughs> um, but I remember I went to like the most popular girl in school's house for a sleepover it was her birthday and then oh. she asked who had their period and who didn't and then i didn't know if i was gonna lie and say that i didn't yeah. but i remember she like picked me out and was like alex i think you have your period <laughs> and it was literally like a movie wow. and then i was like yes but she was actually a really nice popular yeah. girl and then i like got to be part of like her cool club kind of um so yeah, that was this whole thing, and then I became, and then everyone knew I had my period, and I'd have to wear pads at school. Oh like, people didn't start wearing tampons no. until high school, like at that time at least. So, and pads were just the worst. I remember always worrying about leaking when you're at school and having to change them, and yeah, it was just I awful. was I was wearing a pad in like grade seven, and I, it like leaked, and I think I was in French class, and you know we were in a portable. You know those like weird buildings outside school, yeah. yeah. And it was like, do you know those green speckly chairs that were attached to the desk? Yeah, so it was one of those. And then it like leaked out, and then I there was just like blood on the chair, and I just no. kind of like, but it was like the end of the day or something, and like the end of class. So I just what color like, pants were you wearing? I don't know. I think were I had a sweater pants? to cover it or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I just kind of like waited until the end and then like ran away 
because I was like, I don't have anything to clean it with. It was an portable. Like, um, but then I feel like somehow like no one had cleaned it. And then it, that <gasps> chair was just like there for the next day. And it was like my shameful like, period <laughs> chair. Did you like, have to oh, sit God. in the same chair? Every time? No, I think it was just like in the corner. <laughs> I don't remember. I just remember like the next day it was like somehow Did still in the class. Did you want to yeah. try and secretly clean it? No, because no? by that point I was just like, uh, um, I don't remember. <laughs> deny, I, I just deny, don't even deny. remember. I have some weird history. But yeah, I think I got my period in grade six, maybe, and it was at band camp. I almost pictured you getting it a lot later, but that's no, not later. No, it was like, not I think really. it was grade six. Um, and yeah, I was at band like, camp. How are you so tall? I don't know. Because <laughs> I just stopped growing. I don't think everyone stops growing as soon as they get their period. Um, but yeah, I think I was like, I was similar to like what happens in the show where like I kind of just ignored it because it wasn't like heavy or anything yet. It was just like a bit of blood. And then I just kind of like put toilet paper and then like faked sick when I went to the beach or when they had to go to the beach because I was like, I can't go. Yeah. And then I think I got back and our mom was just like, oh, you have your period because I just like put my underwear in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> so she like, like, I, I love like that your her. approach is 100% <laughs> opposite to mine. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like embarrassed and like didn't want to talk about it. And then I think I had it. I went to camp again that summer and then also got it like weirdly on oh, their I art out trip camp. Yeah. and then like yeah it was just really uncomfortable oh yeah so if you i don't know if aussies or everyone knows but in canadian camp you always do like an out trip where you like carry canoes and paddle in a lake and then you camp carry canoes in a over tent. your head yeah <laughs> so like imagine doing that with a pad and everything's wet Aww. and like, it was just like really uncomfortable and i don't think most of my friends at camp had their period yet and then I think, like, at one point, the toilet was clogged and there was, like, stuff in it. But I was like, that's not me. That's the camp. I think it was the camp counselor. But it's, like, the weird thing where I was like, ew, like, there's blood in the toilet. <laughs> like, just stuff where you're like, ugh. Did like, your friends know you had your period? Did I you think they them? did. I think I told them at camp. I can't remember. But, yeah. It was just always so awkward. And, like, it is so stressful. It's an added stress to your day as a young girl to be like, is my pad going to leak? Like, yeah, am I going to have blood everywhere? I like, wish that we were just introduced to tampons. Yeah. I don't but know. they made it seem so scary. Yeah, there's a thing where it's like, it'll break your hymen or like... I actually like, remember the girl who... The popular girl at my school who... um like pointed me out to have my period yeah. at the sleepover like you would see in a movie or something she was the first one to use tampons like but mm. it was a few years i think it was in grade nine or yeah. something so it was after we went to high school and i remember being like oh my god you're well and i think she was wearing white pants uh, or something i and feel like people talked about toxic shock, shock syndrome oh, a lot more too yeah, back that's then true. yeah and so it just seems scarier yeah and then what other body stuff? What about shaving? That for me was... That was a huge fight yeah. with our mom for oh. you. I feel like I was a lu the lucky younger kid. So you already broke the barriers. It's <laughs> true. And I don't know why. Like mm. our mom was so worried that we would somehow get super hairy if we started shaving. Yeah, she was... It was like that old wives tale of like your hair will grow back so much thicker if you... If you shave. shave it. And we didn't have thick hair, which no. is nice. But we still had hair. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we like, have dark who, hair. So Yeah. Like, and even with my armpit hair, too. She yeah. didn't want me shaving. Like, I don't know if it was that she didn't want to give us razors. like, or So she gave that cream, like neat oh, and nair, yeah, which nair. is yeah. awful. Like, yeah. it just doesn't. It's just, yeah, it smells bad. It's like all this stuff. And I remember I went and found my grandma had a razor. <laughs> she had like one razor. So I would I secretly... I like it was those really pink plastic yeah. shitty ones. <laughs> I don't know why she had it. But I would like go into her like drawer and sneak it so that I could shave. And it felt so like my deep, like my deep secret. Um, and I had to hide it from my mom. And I remember she would be like, are you shaving your legs? Are you doing this and that? And yeah. It just, I don't know, it made it so much harder than it had to be and made it seem very um, wrong or, yeah. like, bad. It was really weird. And uh, in the show, though, I loved, like, there's an episode where the two girls, their moms are friends, and yeah. they're like, okay, it's time you learn how to shave. <laughs> and then mm. they both, like, got in the tub, and then yeah. they were just showing them how to do it. It was so nice. Um, that was not us. <laughs> yeah, that was not our experience at all. And I don't know if when it ever got. I feel like that's the thing our mom talked about for years. Yeah, after. and also I think once I started shaving my like, she was still obsessed with me. Like, don't shave above the knee. Like, never shave above <laughs> your knee. Um, and then oh yeah, with like deodorant. I don't remember 
really what happened but i have a clear memory of one of my friends being like in a nice way i think being like oh we're big girls we need deodorant or like something because i think i must have been like somewhat smelly oh um and then who said that to you one of my friends in like (laughs) I i think it was i don't know when it was or how old i was but um yeah, and then I don't know if I, like, asked her mom or didn't ask her, but I remember I just was trying to, like, sneak her deodorant, but she had, like, weird crystal yeah, deodorant I that, like, that didn't too. work that well, I think. Um, yeah, but it just feels like everything at that age feels so embarrassing and so awkward and, like, the end of the world. And, and like, our mom really didn't make it easier no. in that respect because she had her own ideas about it. That's one thing that now being pregnant having yeah. <laughs> a daughter i'm like okay those are things that i want to just remember that feeling and then yeah. yeah remember that it's not a big deal if they no. want to do something weird that like <laughs> you, you know that they just need to try it or feel like a little bit included in that way yeah and like they have some control over their body because that everything's so like changing and you don't know what's happening and like yeah. it's nice to feel like you can do stuff about it yeah exactly and just fit in too i think it is important to feel like you can fit in a little bit at that time in some way yeah yeah the other thing i remember it was in grade six so this was early this is when i was like 11 or 12 Mm. and i remember we'd been wearing training bras but it was more kind of like for fun to be like i'm wearing a training bra and then i remember i had this white t-shirt that i loved and i decided i didn't want to wear a bra that day and i went to school that day and I was really obvious that I wasn't wearing a bra. And I definitely, by that point, had boobs. And it was just like a white t-shirt. <laughs> it was the realization of, oh, oh like, no. I can never not wear a bra again. Oh. And that was the beginning. Like, the beginning Did of the end. Did you feel sad? Like, it was, I felt, I guess, vulnerable, kind yeah. of. Because I just realized, wh- like, during the day that I yeah. actually shouldn't be doing that. Oh. And, yeah, you just don't think about your body in that way before that time and then that was like when you have to start really being aware of yourself body yeah i feel like i never had that problem (laughs) with my boobs but i feel like one of my friends like teased me about having small boobs at one point and i was just like i don't care (laughs) but did you not care at all i feel like i probably felt insecure but then i was just like i don't know I i remember I don't know if I should say people's names, but <laughs> I'll just say it. Rebecca Lee. Do you remember? Oh, yeah. And uh, she would come around. But this was younger. This was even younger than like mm. grade six and stuff. And they would do this to different girls and they'd do it to me too, where they'd like run up behind you and then like grab your t-shirt and, and tighten your t-shirt and then be like, she has boobs. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd just be like, what? <laughs> Standing there. That's funny. Um, yeah, so that was like all the body kind of stuff that yeah. I had with makeup and stuff. We we didn't really we Dr Pepper lip balm that was a uh, big one or the Bond lip Bell. smackers. Yeah, is that the same as Bond Bell? Yeah, it's so. lip smackers. Yeah. Um, oh, that I was definitely really had big. a collection. That yeah. was really fun. And then, but other than that, we I didn't think I did really nail polish, makeup. Yeah, yeah, nail polish, and that was kind of and it. I think I don't know when I. Yeah, I feel like that was probably more in high school that I started to. Yeah. Okay. And then next topic, crushes. I feel like you were meant to be in a movie with all of your crushes. I feel like my crushes were like movie. Yeah. So my main crush in middle school was this boy who I feel like we've mentioned on the podcast before, but I actually liked him in grade five. Never go away. Um, his name was Charlie and we had the same birthday and I was like, we're soulmates cause we have the same birthday. And then actually in grade five, this is why it's a movie thing. Like I remember I like, cause you know how you'd have desks and they'd be grouped into like fours and then like you, yeah, they'd change the seating arrangements and stuff. And I was like, oh, I need to sit with him. And then I like did end up sitting with him. And then I think we went to Japan that year and then I came back and we had both been picked cause we were studying like Greek mythology and then somehow me and him were picked as like the emperor and empress of the greek mythology like play that we did and like our neighbor made me this like greek dress i was just like how did this happen and then so we were also both really fast runners and that's why i also thought we were soulmates (laughs) so we basically would just like chase after each other playing like soccer and capture the flag and stuff and then um, we were in the same class in grade six too and I was like it's meant to be Aww. and then he like asked me to a dance and I think our, 
or yeah, I think he asked me to dance to like Closing Time by Aww, Smiley Sonic, and yeah. that was the first song I slow danced to. And then I think we slow danced to I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> Yeah, and then everyone was just like, you guys are girlfriend and boyfriend, but like, then we just never talked in grade six. We were like in the same class, but never talked. And also, I ran for class representative because he was running for class representative, and there was going to be two, and I was like, we can be them together, but then he didn't get it. I feel like I stole his spot (laughs) as class rep. Um, And then, yeah, we just didn't really talk, but we were like dating, and then I think we went to another dance together and then Valentine's Day was coming and I was like, I don't know if I should get him something. And I like almost didn't, but I got him a rose because you could buy roses like through school. There was like some sort of setup. And then he got me a rose and like this box of Hershey's Kisses Valentine's. Aww. And I literally kept that box of chocolate for like years <laughs> after that because I was just like so sentimental. Um, and then I think the last dance of the year, I asked him to the dance. But then at the dance, his friend was like, he doesn't want to dance with you. What? And like kind of like broke up with me at the dance. And then I was like really sad. And then. Did you cry? I don't think I cried. I don't really remember what happened. I think I probably just like. Did you know why? No, because we never talked. I didn't <laughs> <know anything>. yeah. <laughs> um, and then it was so funny because from grade six to grade seven, they for some reason like kept all the classes the same which they never do. So you had all the same people in your class, except he was not in our class because our class was moving to a portable and he had asthma, so he couldn't be in the portable. Aww. And then I was like, no. <laughs> and I then that was like too. the end of that. And then I think I never really talked to him again, but That's I was so always sad. like from afar, like, oh, Charlie. And did you run into him recently? Recently, as or in like grade 12. Oh, I thought it was <laughs> No, it was like the end of high school, like right before we went to uni. We were like at a bonfire together, and I was like, "Oh my god, it's him!" Because I feel like by that point, like he was like my first real crush. He was like a weird celebrity for me. And also, all I want to do is say his full name because that's also the thing with crushes is like you don't just call them by their first name; you call them by both of their names. Their full name. (laughs) Oh, and I also once, I think this was in grade six, while we were like pretend dating, wrote in white gel pen on like a white notebook i love charlie <laughs> and then my friend like saw it in the sunlight glimmering and she was like i'm gonna tell everyone and then i don't think she did but i think well, i did almost it at like, school i think i i don't know if we were at school or something <laughs> and then i almost like cried i was like i'm gonna cry if you tell people like Wait, which oh. friend amanda she was like oh. one of my friends who's like friends and not friends i don't know um but yeah, it was just funny. There's just like so many of those things where like, I think I have journals like dedicated to being like, I'm in love with him, but I literally like never talked to him <laughs> and didn't know anything about him. But it's like, that's what it is. And like, they do a really good job in the show of showing every time the one girl's crush comes on, they have this like <laughs> music it. that they play and it's like a slow-mo, like, and he's 12 years old. But, like, and he's um, so like the guy that you would have loved yeah. at that age. And then it's just funny. And like, actually I remember having like sleepovers and grade six and we'd be like who like who would you date and then all my friends would be like charlie because i think it was like acceptable because i was already like dating him but like everyone's scared to like say something different also everyone said they wanted to date the guy you were dating yeah or like yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah we did that too yeah but um yeah that was my first like major crush and then nothing we didn't we never even like touched each other aside from a school dance i don't think we held hands or like did anything i don't think we ever hugged did you do anything in grade eight like in the last dance or was that the last dance where he dumped you no that was grade six that was only grade six okay grade eight i had another boyfriend who andrew oh that was like lasted a month i think and we went on our first date as a group date to lord of the rings oh with like so nerdy. 10 of my friends <laughs> <laughs> and then i dumped him like the day before my birthday why did you dump him i can't remember i don't even remember i think i was just freaked out i don't think we were talking like i think it was the same thing where we like weren't talking or doing anything and i was like what is this like ah and like i just didn't know i think i was like overwhelmed did you ever kiss no, we didn't do anything. We never even went on a date aside from the group date. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a fear of like... Did you sit beside each other in the movie? Yeah, I think we sat each other in the movie, but I don't know. Did He's he buy you candy or junior mint? Yeah, I think I think so. I feel like he That's got me nice. a Christmas present. Um, 
Yeah, he was nice, but he's actually gay now, so. Yeah. I think he was probably always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think he was <laughs> at the Aww. time, too. But, um, yeah. Um, well, I had a crush. Like, he was kind of, it felt like a crush, but also felt like we were put together. And it was yeah. from grade five to grade eight. So it lasted a long time. Like all of middle school. Um, and I remember in grade five was the first time we ever had a dance, right? Mm-hmm. But it was in class. Like, with the lights on and stuff, for some reason we had some kind of mini dance in one part of the room. And he asked me to slow dance or something, or for some reason he and I ended up slow dancing together. But he was, like, always kind of, like, the bad boy in class Mm. and the class clown a bit, and he'd get in trouble. And uh, he was nice, though. He wasn't mean. He wasn't, like, a mean guy or anything. And it was one of those things. And I remember we slow danced, for, and I was just shocked because – it was one of those things where it was actually really good slow dance. Uh, <laughs> and and like kind of sexy, like for a 10 year old or something. <laughs> I don't remember what the song was. Like it was all bright lights in a classroom in the middle of the day. But he, because we used to have this thing where we talk about when guys were really stiff when you dance with them and they would just like put their, yeah. like I remember one like night, Kyle was so cute. He used to put his hands, but he put them like weirdly where your bra strap was, not knowing that <laughs> that's like not really where you're supposed to put your hands. And, um, but yeah, this guy, I don't know if I should just say his name, but his name is very, like, specific. <laughs> so, does it matter? I don't think so. Okay, well, his name was Dietrich, right? Dude, Which Dietrich. is, like, I don't even know what kind of name that is, German or something? I have no idea. Um, But, uh, yeah, he and he was just, like, this bad boy. And then he was, so he was really loud in class and class clown, but then he didn't, he had friends, but he he was always kind of, on the outskirts in a mm. weird way so he really was like someone from a movie yeah. in that way um and he was a big skateboarder and i remember he used to like if i heard like a skateboard coming down the street Aww. i would always run to the window to see if it was him skateboarding <laughs> by our house because he lived a few blocks away yeah, he wasn't that far. and then later like everyone in the school always knew that we had some kind of thing yeah even though we didn't <laughs> but you know but it was like how it works we weren't actually school. dating or anything yeah. and it's not like he ever told anyone that he liked me or something but um, when you dance together that's yeah something. but that was that <laughs> was also weird because it wasn't like he asked me to the dance it wasn't a romantic thing and it, it wasn't a school yeah. dance like in the gym or something that those were like a whole different story mm-hmm. but um but he and I actually did have a weird friendship slash yeah. something connection and I remember I used to get him to walk me home from school sometimes because we would have this long walk and then I'd get him I'd ask him to walk me the whole rest of the way to my house even though we stopped at his house first. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he wanted to but he Aww. would which was kind of nice that you asked him yeah I think <laughs> I think that started a trend of me like being with guys sometimes who can be a bit shy in some ways mm. but they're usually really loud in a public situation but then in private they're always more shy and then it's like you kind of want to see how far you can push them (laughs) or like what what where are they actually thinking what where are things actually but he was actually really sweet and um yeah and then so we just always had this weird connection and it felt like something that would be in this show too where you like look you know like the guy would look at her and she would know but then you don't actually ever talk <laughs> like yeah although we probably did talk more than some people would have because we walked home together yeah. for a little bit so um and then in grade eight like for the final dance that we had mm. like our big dance i don't remember what happened but we were assumed to be going together and i don't think he asked me but maybe like my friend my popular friend yeah. was got him to say that we were going together or something like that and so I prepared everything like as in we were going to this dance together and then at the dance we didn't talk or do anything <laughs> the entire time and we were just I was just waiting for whatever the last dance was going to be and then the last dance came on and then yeah. we danced together and like barely <laughs> talked and slow danced yeah. and then that was it and then I don't think we really actually talked again even in high school the next year we went to high school like, we would see each other at things, but we'd never talked again. Yeah. Not really. Yeah. So I think we both had very innocent crush experiences. Well, um, this is the thing, too. So in the show, they, like, go to second base or... Yeah, in a like closet. At the school dance, and all this stuff happens, and they're talking about, like, getting fingered or, like, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And I was, we didn't even... I feel like we didn't 
we knew what it was, but no, we wouldn't even ever talk about it. No, like, we're I think so the innocent. most scandalous thing that happened at my school was like once at lunch, a couple couples had like a makeout contest or something. <laughs> I don't even know what a makeout contest is. I don't know how you win that. But um, yeah, no, I no, like we didn't have like even like feeling boobs or doing any of no. that kind of stuff. Like we did do, so we would have parties, right? Like it'd be someone's birthday party or whatever, and there'd be there would be like spin the bottle mm. and kind of yeah maybe truth or dare and that was grade seven grade eight yeah. but definitely nothing we didn't even have i don't think like seven minutes in heaven or no i i think i remember my one friend who like had a boyfriend said something like he put his hand down the back of her shirt <laughs> <laughs> that was about it oh <sighs> and we also didn't drink alcohol i remember no. it was in grade eight like towards the end of the summer i think we went to one guy's house a bunch of us girls and then he had beer and we had uh, like a sip of beer each yeah. and then that was it but we were always like we don't do that like, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so moral. yeah so we just it was just so different yeah I, the most scandalous thing i did was I would watch Sex in the City in our basement with my friend all the time and we'd be like <laughs> oh Sex in the City <laughs> um yeah if i had had that in middle school i think that would have been a bit different oh no we did watch so this is an episode of the show too um where the girls and the guys go over to someone's house to watch wild things which if anyone has seen that is like it's with who is it matt richards and matt dylan and nev campbell and they have a threesome in a pool yeah there's like a lesbian scene and people are naked and it's really like highly charged and this is before porn was mainstream <laughs> stuff, <Yeah>. obviously <laughs> um but it is it yeah. is like more erotic yeah. I think, than like a porn would actually be mm. and i remember my friends and i went also in grade eight and saw it in the movie theater but it was the kind of thing like if like if you were guys if you remember cruel intentions or like mm. or american pie or any of those kinds of movies when those would come out everyone in my grade would go to the movie theater on the same night <laughs> so it was like we were all out together at like a club but the yeah, club was a movie, movie theater and watching these kinds of movies um but yeah it was just so funny because like so many episodes for episodes were things that had actually happened in my life wait so when you had the movie things like that were people like hooking up during the movies at all or not the people that i knew yeah. but like i was part of the popular crowd too yeah. at that time so you would think that that's yeah. where it was going on and stuff. I don't know. I think. But it definitely wasn't. <laughs> I just had a really, like, I was in the gifted program, so I think we were even more innocent. And because we were all from different areas, like, it wasn't as easy to hang out with everyone because we lived far away. So <laughs> I think that also kept us more innocent. <laughs> also, part of it was the guys were so young. Mm. Like, we were all. If you see the guys on the show, too, it's the same. They look <laughs> yeah. like so, so young. But, like, we were all developed. We yeah. all had our period at that point. We yeah. all could easily have, like, been mistaken for being in high school mm. or being 16 or that kind of thing. And yeah, the guys were just babies. <laughs> so I think that could have definitely been a part of it. Um, okay. And then the next thing we want to talk about was friends. Which I think is actually way bigger than crushes. Like yeah. your friends and stuff is such That's a huge everything. thing through that time. Um, and I love in the show that Maya and Anna are just their best friends. Like they're, they're actually so supportive of each other. Yeah. So they're like the perfect version of best friends yeah. compared to what me and my best friends <laughs> are like. Tell us more. <laughs> well, we, as you do, I was actually best friends with someone else before Mm. um and then no some this other girl was like our ringleader at one point i think it was in grade five yeah and then it was should i say her name sure her full name i don't know you don't have to say the full okay. name whatever the full name is so good though it's like everyone's <laughs> full names are so epic but anyways her name was Devin, and she was kind of a, a little bit of a like, she wanted to be a mean girl. Like, she actively yeah. pursued being a mean girl. Mm-hmm. And she came from a very, very wealthy family. And mm-hmm. her dad uh, is, like, a famous architect and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Um, and she was kind of our little ringleader for a little bit of me and Jocelyn, my best friend. Uh, or, sorry. 
we weren't best friends yet but then mm-hmm. Jocelyn and I basically had a mutiny against Devin uh. when we found out that we were going to be in the same class in grade six and then mm-hmm. we dumped Devin and then decided we were going to be the best friends and so we kind of like rose above wow. um, <laughs> and started our new life together <laughs> in grade six and it reminded me of Maya and Anna and how at the, in the very first episode when they're starting their first day of grade eight or something was seven. it grade, grade seven like mm. when they're in the car and they're like, we have to like step, we have to both step onto the, s- onto the sidewalk at the same time. So we start our <laughs> grade seven at the exact same moment together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like that's so exactly the kind of things yeah. that we did. And like Jocelyn and I just had these amazing summers because her family had a cottage like in a suburb in Wasega Beach. Mm. And we would go up every weekend and just like eat junk food, like Joe Louis and Twizzlers and uh Twinkies, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then just like talk about boys, <laughs> Jonathan Taylor Thomas, and all of that kind of stuff. And JTT. Yeah. Uh, and then so Jocelyn and I became best friend, best friends with this other pair of best friends, which is <laughs> the most popular girl in our school. This girl, Emma, who's actually now like a pretty famous actress, I think, in yeah. Toronto, which, which she always wanted to be. And so she became one. Um, and then this other girl also named Devin, right, who was just like the coolest and she looked like a supermodel. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I always want I was always like, I want to send in your photo to, to Seventeen <laughs> magazine because I thought she should be in it. Um, and then so we had this like power team of like two best friend couples. Yeah. But they were like the more powerful best friend couples. And it was so funny because there was such a hierarchy. I don't <laughs> know if you had that in your school. It was like they were like the queens of school. And then Jocelyn and I would be like the, the jokers. <laughs> the princesses. We like, in the same way. Yeah. We had like such a hierarchy yeah. in this stuff. But everyone was quite nice, I would say. Mm. Except for actually Jocelyn, my best friend. Uh-huh. She was like the character who would be really, really fucking funny. Like, yeah. so she kind of was like a bit dirty, could say anything that she wanted and stuff. But she was also flaky and stuff mm. and not always um, someone to trust. But. Anyways, we had, I ended up becoming part of this popular group. And then that's why I actually loved grade six to grade eight. They were like my golden years before high school. And then I hated high school, but um, it was nice to have that, that time. Mm. I feel like, I can't even remember. I think I had a lot of friends in middle school. You always make fun of me because I always had like different best friends. Yeah, you had a different best friend every year. I feel like I'm always good at kind of going between groups and bringing people together. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I'm trying to think of like who stands out to me from my middle school experience. I feel like I had a lot of different friends in middle school. Um, one of my friends, Kate, she was my friend from like younger grades too. But she's kind of my friend. If you guys have ever read Judy Bloom, Summer Sisters, it's yeah. one of my favorite books. But like that intense like female friendship. Like I feel like she's that was that person in my life and like actually I think I met her in grade three and then at the end of grade three like her family like won the lottery and they were gonna move to another house or like move away somewhere but then didn't I don't know if they won the lottery maybe that didn't happen I don't know something like that (laughs) happened so there was something like that where like she was supposed to move away and then like didn't end up moving away and then I don't know what actually happened with all that (laughs) but then um I don't know if we were as close in middle school because we were never in the same class, but we, we still talked and stuff. But then she actually ended up moving to Guam. Yeah, in I like remember grade that. Eight, which is also like, I feel like she, her life was a movie and like she well, had a boyfriend. Was she the youngest then, like, of four or three, three brothers, brothers or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, she was definitely part of that middle school life. And then I had, I think I just had a lot of different groups in middle school. I don't even know. I was all over the place. <laughs> well, mine was literally like a TV show that you could write yeah. about. And then... Um, yeah, we had all these things like we had the play every year and then like the Emma would always be the star of the play and yeah. our teacher would literally like choose the play based on like what she, what she would be best at starring in wow. and then we would all play secondary parts. But we were never jealous like because yeah. she was great. Yeah. Right. And like she is actually an actress now. Yeah. <laughs> like So it was obvious at the time. Um, and it was just so much fun. Like we had all these like being in the play and then the fun thing was just hanging out with like the guys in the play and stuff like in between scenes and playing cards and like being part of this whole yeah this whole other thing and then we also had music club which Mm -hmm. was this thing that our gym teacher who we're all pretty sure is a pedophile now (laughs) and we actually thought that when we were in school too we thought he was creepy and he used to try and like slap girls on the butt with his whistle and stuff and just like Yeah. yeah but he um 
started this thing called Music Club, and it was Friday mornings at 6 a.m., and you could, like... 6 a.m.? Yeah, and so you'd have to go really early in the morning and prepare, and you'd put on a performance, right? So you could just submit anything that you wanted to do. I think you'd just give him your song beforehand. Yeah. And so we would spend, like, all week... I remember you guys doing that. Like, at Emma's house, like, practicing. And so (laughs) we loved the Spice Girls so we each had our own Spice Girl I was Posh Spice and then we were Spice Girls for the entire like grade six seven and eight and I think everyone in school knew like which Spice Girl we were and so we'd always like do Spice Girl songs and dances or other kinds of dances and stuff too because Emma and Devin were like had been taking dance for like 10 years and they could do all these like acro dances and stuff. Oh God. Not that we could. Jocelyn and I were always like, oh, <laughs> and we're here too. We'd be like the Joey and Chandler, I feel like, of like that thing. And um, yeah, and then so we'd go and do that. And then our, but that gym teacher would like, who set up this music club program would film all of the performances, but we never got any of the performances. Uh, <laughs> I know, there were so many things that were wrong she. about that. But the, the crazy thing was everyone in school would show up. So everyone would come to school at 6 a.m. to watch, wow. like, to watch our, not, uh, not just us, I mean, yeah, but, like, yeah. everyone's performance. Um, and it was just, like, a huge social thing and really fun. Um, and then also just on a fact with dysfunctional, dysfunctional like, middle school teachers, uh. our teachers were all having affairs or, like, yeah, getting married to each other. that, or, too. Like, there was so much drama going on. Yeah. And it was so crazy. And we all knew about it. But... Yeah, it's just really funny. I'd love to, like, be able to know what the stories were now as an adult. Yeah, because I wonder how old they were. They were probably in their 30s. Well, I remember, like, I think it was Emma's mom had seen the gym teacher and someone else making out, but they weren't supposed to make out at their cars (laughs) and then (laughs) told us for some reason. (laughs) like, wow, all this stuff happening. I feel like you had a cooler school. We didn't, I don't even think we had plays. We had band, so in my school we had to <laughs> like everyone got an instrument, like everyone played, which I think is actually a really good program. I think it's so good for you. We but did have band too, but I just wasn't in it. I was in no, drama but like everyone had to do okay. an instrument. Um, and I ended up getting the French horn, um, and our mom like hated it and was like, "You should play the saxophone or the flute." Um, and I remember she like went behind my back and like told the band teacher tried to get me to switch and that was like the most mad i'd been at her i think i remember life i like was so angry that's like where you developed like your really strong yeah um, stubborn sense of self in a good way i think so i was like so angry and was just like no i'm sticking to (laughs) the french horn horn. (laughs) and then i did play it for seven years (laughs) if anyone doesn't know what a french horn sounds like it's like Ma, 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 ma. <laughs> <laughs> it's so beautiful. Um, but then also, do you remember when you were on the subway, like oh, years yeah, like later? later, and I saw a girl with my French horn. She had Tori's exact yeah. French horn from her school. Th- the cases had like numbers on them, and I was like, "That's my <laughs> French horn." <laughs> Saying hello. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, and then one thing I want to talk about because this is from a movie too is we had written out a code name of like we had a code name for everyone or something at one point in grade eight oh. and we wrote this list of it and it, it like was like a burn book <laughs> yeah it wasn't to yeah. say, i don't think we really said that many yeah. like, bad things or anything but we still had it and then our teacher found it and he was like the drama teacher too and he was he'd be like yeah. the, te- the main teacher in a tv show as well and then he took it and he posted it uh in the classroom for everyone Aww. to read and then everyone could go and read and find out what their code name was and it was just like oh i remember so many yeah so many things happening oh, yeah i was just trying to like picture my middle school self and i was like i feel like i did pretty well for myself considering how awkward i would have been because i had glasses and braces and at the time because like w- alex and i both have like we just were like missing some baby or adult teeth but i was missing like five so i i had like all these gaps and then i had like a retainer with fake teeth (laughs) (laughs) and then i also had a bit of like a mustache going on i feel like i was just (laughs) like but still somehow (laughs) yeah i was fairly cool so good clothes in grade seven and eight i had i had good clothes i loved like bell bottoms or bootleg jeans yeah but i had outfits like i had actual outfits for a bit well i feel like going to the mall was like the biggest form of entertainment then like i'd always go to like thrifties or blue notes and sherry gardens and like i guess what else jacob Jacob, the gap 
like I have I still remember some of my own like iconic pieces of clothing (laughs) from like middle school that I think I'll always remember um but yeah because I think that's also when you first start actually like choosing more of your own clothes and like having an identity um well one of the things I wanted to say was I felt like I looked okay like I don't Mm. and because I'd like gone through puberty and stuff like that but um we talk a lot about it in our uh, why we love the Kardashians yes. episode. I don't remember which number it is, but that's our episode on mm. race. And growing up, I went to like probably the whitest school yeah. in Canada yeah. <laughs> or something like that. And so even if I felt like, you know, I like had cool clothes and I was part of a cool group and stuff, like my friends loved me, but like I would never have been considered by guys mm. like to be something. And then the guy Dietrich that I had that four or five year yeah. like silent <laughs> like <laughs> mini friendship with, um, he was kind of on the outskirts too in his own yeah. way. So that's like he was a Jehovah's Witness. So mm. there was like something where he just he never could be yeah. a complete part of everything. And um, even though he was super cute. Yeah. But yeah. And then I feel like I was always kind of grateful that he even would entertain the yeah. fact of us. Because other people, I just felt like I was always considered other and mm. just not included in that conversation. Yeah. I feel like. I don't know if I felt, I probably didn't feel as othered as you did because I feel like I had more like diversity, diversity yeah. at my school. But I do remember like a lot of my white friends would say things all the time like, oh, your nose is so big or like your lips are so big or like you're so dark. Like definitely things to make you feel othered. If you're like, yeah. Oh, oh and I for am. anyone, if you remember when I was talking about my grade five friend, Devin, whose dad was a famous oh, architect, yeah. she was so mean. <laughs> and one yeah. of the reasons why it was great that Jocelyn and I overturned her yeah. and like, it was because she also, I remember at her birthday party, said in front of all of her friends and she had some older friends mm. who were like at school and stuff that um, we were going to go watch the Brady Bunch movie that had come out. And I don't know if you remember, there's a scene where Marsha gets hit by a football and then her nose like gets all swollen. Mm. And then she told everyone and me that I looked like Marsha when she had the football broken. like broken. And then so just stuff like yeah. that all the time. Yeah. She was also the one who asked me or who said that she wasn't racist because she was friends with me because I was black. And I was like, <laughs> OK. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the kind of stuff yeah. that I had to deal with. But um, and that's why like. Yeah, it was good when Jocelyn and I were like, we're rebelling against yeah. this. <laughs> we found oh, our power. Middle school. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was like pre-middle school. But yeah. And she also, Devin wanted to have her period First. for so long. And she'd uh, always talk about it. And then she didn't get it. And then I think I didn't tell her that I got mine. Cause you were and that was like, and then we like drifted apart. Yeah. And then I had my period. And yeah, it was this whole Interesting. thing. Interesting. It's funny, like, what you remember, too, or, like, you don't, I know. like, you just put away, but then it still is there. Yeah, I've got so many memories. One of my friends, Kim, I was friends with her for a long time, but I have so many memories of just, like, sitting in her parents' pink basement, like, watching movies and playing games and, like, I don't even know. Like, there's just so many things that flood back to you. I feel like it is such a, like, prescient time in your life, like, because it's when you're forming into an actual person i think yeah and like starting to like have your own opinions and break away from like what do you think your your biggest influences like in tv and stuff were at that time oh i think buffy i feel like i watched a lot of buffy i feel like i remember i think it's when you were in like grade eight so maybe i was in grade four i wasn't in middle school yet but i think there was like the season finale of like the second season of buffy where she like kills angel and i like you were outside with your friends on the lawn or coming back or something and I ran out and I was like oh my god this <laughs> just happened like, oh. and I just remember like we used to watch Buffy with your friend Tanya all the time too yeah. and we always just like yeah I don't know and we also filmed a Buffy thing with Kate and Tanya oh, in yeah. our backyard and An like episode, did this whole yeah. episode of Buffy yeah I wish we so could I have had Buffy. that I don't know what else like Charmed yeah, I remember mm. Friends, too, for oh, me, was yeah, a big friends. one. Simpsons. But, like, Friends in terms of, like, learning about relationships yeah, and, and boys life. and all that kind of stuff. And Buffy was like that, too, in yeah. its own way. Um, 90210. That was maybe younger, even, actually. Yeah, I watched 90210 when I was, like, I think eight. I was, like, four. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um, and then music. What was your, your big m- music influence? Music. I think I was really into... Our Lady Peace. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Like Bush X. Where was 
are Lady Peace popular outside of Canada? I don't know. If not, it was look really them big. up. I think Superman's, Superman's Dead. And oh, do they have any other songs? They do are, have some other yeah. songs. And they're just, yeah, they're very, like, thematic. Like, you definitely get the yeah. feels. Alanis Morissette. That was when I was a bit younger, actually. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I was listening to a 90s playlist to and from work today to get in the mood Aww. for this podcast. And it's one of those things, it's a neuropathway brain thing where you're like, how does my brain remember this Every after like 20 years? Yeah. Still, like, um, yeah. No Doubt and Bush, yeah. Gwyneth, Pal- or Gwyneth Gwen Stefani, Gwen Stefani and yeah. Gavin Rossdale. That yeah. was just like the best couple. I feel like there was also always a debate about like, which is it like Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera better or like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Like, I feel like I remember having like fake fights over that. We were class. always Backstreet Boys yeah. and Britney. Yeah. Like, I would never of choose course. Christina Aguilera no. and NSYNC. They were I like second rate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait. And who was your Backstreet Boy? Because, you know, you always had to choose. I think I liked Brian. I think I was a Brian. Oh, my God. You're person. such a Brian person. <laughs> Who was yours? AJ. Not because oh. I actually liked AJ, but that was just who I got assigned. Remember when we saw him in real life? <laughs> yeah, he's so short and he yeah, really wanted us to acknowledge him. <laughs> oh, what else? I don't know. But I feel like so much nostalgia now. I'm trying to remember, and like all the other music. I feel like it was like a Shanti. I remember like Mambo Number no. 5 oh, and the I mean, I'm Blue, Dabba Dee, Dabba Da. All of those, those were songs big. always give me really bad feelings because it was grade 9. It was grade yeah, 9 and I felt no. like my bubble of like had popularity and knowing everyone mm. had burst and then we were in this dark period and everyone started like drinking and smoking yeah. and not going to school and not being goody two-shoe and I was yeah, like I still I am that. a goody two-shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not cool, but I think we're both still <laughs> just yeah. do this day, which is cool. Now. <laughs> um, also, the craft. Did oh, you? Yeah. Were, did did you guys redoing get into that? It. I know it looks really it looks bad. bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we also did that, and we were the four of us were north, south, east, west, and mm-hmm. I was west, and we just like we had so many little things like that, but yeah. it was so nice. Uh, it's making me feel like in a weird way, like oh, I kind of wish I could relive it in some ways. It'd like, be so fun to watch. Well, so that's the thing. If you watch Pen15, yeah, it feels it like is. you're getting to relive and rewatch your youth, but like without having From to directly art. be in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's really nice. Um, and then some of the shout outs that they had on the show that I really appreciated. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of them, but I only remember these two at the moment. Well, actually, they talked about the craft too on it. Or they like reference like yeah. witchiness and all that kind of stuff. I think they um, do the light as a feather stuff as a boy. Yeah, yeah, we did that a lot too. Um, but they talk. They're watching. Are you afraid of the dark? Which is yeah. a Canadian show that I'm not sure if they played it in the states as well. But it's like the ghost stories and stuff really around good. a campfire. Um, and it's creepy. And then they also had the pizza bagels. Pizza in the morning. Pizza, pizza in the, the evening. Pizza at supper time. You can have pizza on a bagel. You can have pizza anytime. <laughs> they sing that, and Somehow I was like, we know I literally still. haven't sang that in twenty years. Yeah, and it automatically is just like, like more than twenty years, and then you still have that in your yeah. head. I remember we used to go to this guy Jeff Hustis's house, and he was lived at the end of our street. Oh, yeah. I think they still live there. Mm. Um, and he had a pool table. And his and pizza parents bagels? would make us pizza bagels. Oh. <laughs> and that I like amazing. love pizza bagels. And you'd have to go to Jeff's house to get pizza bagels. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. It's oh. just nice and sweet and nostalgic. Yeah. So yeah, if you are looking for a trip down memory lane, mm. basically, or if you want to know what life was like in the 90s, definitely watch it. Uh, yes. Oh, wait, did we talk about it. the thong episode? Not really. Oh my We've god, that was so. It, so that for me yes. was high school. That I think that was grade nine, and it was when Cisco's thong song came out. Thong, 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 thong. And then so a bunch of girls and I all went to the mall together, and we all bought one thong each <laughs> to try thong. on and try them on in the change room. And I was like, "We're wearing a thong." And then we'd have to like to wear them to school. It'd be like, "Are you wearing your thong today?" And we would all plan to wear <laughs> a thong on the same day to school. Oh my god! And did you show them? Because that was that when the that was when the horrible, pants? like super low riding yeah. pants were. So yeah, I think we would. I don't know if I really showed yeah. it though. I don't think I. But um, yeah, that was <laughs> it. And then there's an episode on the show about thongs, and it's just magic. I feel like yeah, they just did such a good job at capturing all the 
awkwardness and but also the good parts too and discovering yourself and like the sweet things and yeah so anyways shout out to fem 15 watch it let us know what you think about it um if you have any funny stories about your adolescence that you want to tell us just entirely privately (laughs) because i love those (laughs) how did you get your period and was it as embarrassing as mine (laughs) and guys Remember, if you could do us a favor, it would be amazing if you could just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And follow us on Spotify, Apple, whatever you're listening on. And share. Share episodes with your friends. So that would just be wonderful. And let us know if you do, because they don't actually notify us. No. (laughs) To go to check. So, yeah. um, We want to spread the love. Exactly. Spread the love. And remember, Remember, live live a a life life that that is is true to you. you. Live free. And live, live tenfold. And now for the woo So we are going to do a little exercise to reconnect with our 12-year-old selves. Um, I want you to close your eyes and picture your 12-year-old self right now. See your awkward, lovely self and whatever outfit was your favorite outfit as a 12-year-old. Put yourself in that. And see yourself standing in front of you, looking at your current self and seeing the life that you've created for yourself now, like 20 years later or however old you are. (laughs) And just imagine what your 12-year-old self would feel, like seeing where you are at now, seeing how far you've come, how confident you are, the type of life that you've built, the love that you have, just everything in your life, like I think no matter who you are and where you're at, your 12-year-old self is probably pretty impressed with what you're doing. (laughs) And it's probably beyond anything that they could have imagined. Um, And yeah, I just want you to kind of revel in that and in the glory of how far you've come from being an awkward, prepubescent person. (laughs) Anything to add to that, Alice? (laughs) Now, look at your 12-year-old self Mm -hmm. standing in front of you and give yourself a hug. Mm. A real hug. <laughs> I'm giving you everything all the joy can bring. Yes, I swear. Yes, I swear. And all that I want from you is a promise you will be there. Say you will be there. Do Wow! We love you!